a spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by Mookie Betts. For Taylor, who makes a diving catch. You got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Drive all the left. And deep. And a This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From cold to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are staying cool on this blistering hot Sunday afternoon, pull up a chair, pull up a cold drink, and let's enjoy some Dodgers baseball for the next four hours. Los Angeles Dodgers, 91-41 and 41 on this season. First place atop the NL West. The magic number to clinch the division is down to 12 games. After splitting the first two in this series with San Diego, the Dodgers and Padres now play the rubber game on Sunday night baseball. Caleb Ferguson will get the start as the opener for the Dodgers. Ryan Pepio will follow. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is Coming up at 4.08. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. we got a lot to get to. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll preview this pitching matchup. David Vasse is going to go one-on-one with former big league pitcher, now Sunday night baseball analyst David Cohn. That's coming up in 45 minutes. We'll hear from Justin Turner, who had a big night last night. We'll have the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. And in just a couple of minutes, we'll send it out to Booth and check in with Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner. Well, last night, Urias and the Dodgers unloaded on the Padres. Julio Urias, he has thrown his hat into the Cy Young Award mix with the second half of the season he is having. It has been fantastic. Urias last night, six solid innings. He allowed just one run on only two hits while striking out two and throwing an efficient 78 pitches along the way. Urias, who's been the victim of no run support over the season, got plenty last night. Bottom of the first inning, Mookie Betts a leadoff triple. Then Trey Turner gave the Dodgers the early lead. The lefty is set, and he delivers. And a fly ball to left field. It's deep. Myers going back to the wall, and it is gone! A home run! Trey Turner's 19th home run of the year. You know, he is seventh in the league now with 88 runs batted in. Two batters in, two nothing Dodgers. Two-run home run for Trey. That's a top-tier play of the game. Brought to you by Arco. Quality top-tier gas for less. Dodgers up 2 to nothing In the third, Will Smith and RBI double. Dodgers up 3 to nothing In the fourth, three of the fir- four, first four Dodgers reached base. Then with two on and two out, Mookie Betts with a blast. 0-1 to Betts, first and second, two out. Manaya delivers. Betts with a shot to left. Heading on back is Myers at the warning track at the wall. Oh, and a home run! Mookie Betts, a three-run shot, is 33rd of the year. And the Dodgers have themselves a big, fat, six-to-nothing lead. 
three-run home run for Mookie, his 33rd of the year. In the fifth, the Dodgers really pouring it on the Padres starter, Shamanaya. Justin Turner getting into the home run fun. Taylor on deck. And there's a shot to center field. The Zokar going back. Back at the wall. And it is gone! A home run! Justin Turner, a two-run shot. And the route is on. The Dodgers eight. San Diego nothing. The Dodgers with three home runs tonight. A two-run shot for Turner. A three-run shot for Betts. A two-run shot for Justin Turner. Tenth home run of the season for Red Turn 2. Dodgers up big, 8 to nothing. Padres got on the board in the top of the sixth. Manny Machado, a solo home run. That made it an 8-1 Dodgers lead. They got that run back in the bottom of the inning. Freddie Freeman with an RBI single. Dodgers up 9-1. to The very next batter, Will Smith, blew the game wide open with a three-run home run. Dodgers up 12-1. to Julio Diaz went the six innings. Blake Trinan, fresh off the IL, they scoreless seventh inning. Craig Kimbrell, a scoreless eighth inning. Hanser Alberto pitched the ninth. He got his first career straight. Strikeout. Dodgers pummeled the Padres last night 12 to 1. Julio Odias, his 15th win of the season. He's now won 11 of his last 13 starts. One of the hottest pitchers in baseball. The Dodgers, the best team in baseball at 91 and 41. Their magic number now 12. This afternoon, the rubber game of this three game series. Caleb Fergus in the opener, followed by Ryan Pepio. First pitch at 408. And with more, we send it out to Hot Dodger Stadium. Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner. Guys. All right, Tim, the Dodgers indeed ready for prime time tonight, playing the Padres, looking to win the series. And by the way, the Dodger magic number coming into play tonight is 12. Should the Dodgers win tonight, the magic number would go down to nine for two reasons. One, they pick up two games in the standings. They also would pick up another game, the tiebreaker. The Dodgers will have won the season series for the 12th consecutive season against the Padres. And 12 was the big number last night for the Dodgers with 13 hits, routing the Padres 12-1. to Well, Mookie Betts had a chance to play second base last night. He had the leadoff triple in the uh, bottom of the first inning. He scored on Trey Turner, the very next batter, the home run. The Dodgers were off and moving in a hurry. And it's rather... Um, Rather overwhelming. The Dodgers now, when they score first, they're 64 wins, just 11 losses for the season, but they weren't done. Betts came back at a three-run home run. Dodgers overall had four hit out of the ballpark, including Justin Turner and Will Smith. They poured it on. Evidently, they got a pretty good night's sleep after Friday night's loss, 7-1, to and they responded uh, like they had just gotten a full night's sleep. 12 runs, 13 hits. Will Smith last night had two hits, a home run, and knocked in four. Betts knocked in three. Uh, Justin Turner had a couple of hits and a couple of RBIs, and so did Trey Turner. Yeah, and uh, this afternoon it's going to be warm, and for the Dodgers they're going pretty much with the uh, normal lineup. Mookie Betts not at second base, who moved back out to the familiar right field position for today's game. Max Muncy a third, Justin Turner will serve as a designated hitter. Joey Gallo starting in left field. Chris Taylor will be at second base. Cody Bellinger is going to be in center field still with Gavin Lux, who received a cortisone injection in his neck, the problematic neck. Whether or not he's going to be in the next couple of days or so, we'll wait and see in the interim. It's going to be Taylor at second base today. And a bullpen game for the Dodgers on this late Sunday afternoon. Caleb Ferguson will be the opener. We'll see a lot of Ryan Pepio, we expect. Mike Clevenger, the righty going for the Padres, will detail the pitching matchups. 
a little bit later on in the hour. Tim. All right. We are off and running here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on this warm Sunday afternoon. Hope you're hydrated, staying cool, and enjoying some Dodgers baseball. Coming up, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vassay goes one-on-one with David Cohn, who will be on the call tonight on ESPN. We'll break down this pitching matchup. We'll have your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. But up next, we'll check in with Everyday Trey, who finally got a night off. Came back last night, hit a home run. We'll check in with the Dodgers shortstop next. It's the Dodgers and Padres Sunday night baseball. First pitch coming up at 4.08. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Let's get you into that stadium and out of your car from the In-N-Out Dodgers Traffic Center. Here's Ellie Andrews. The 101 is a little busy going northbound as you're trying to approach the 110 freeway. It's going to begin to kind of stack up all the way through Alameda Street and then continue, like I said, all the way past the 110 until you get to Glendale Boulevard. Things are still moving a little freely on the 110 going northbound and the 5 going both north and south. Things are moving quite swiftly. On Figueroa Street, though, it is going to be a little bit of a slow crawl as well as, of course, on Stadium Way. That's a look at your Dodger game day traffic. I'm Ellie Andrews. Thanks, Ellie. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and how about a cool shake on this hot Sunday? In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. It's the Dodgers and Padres. Kayla Ferguson, your opener, followed by Ryan Pepio. First pitch coming up at 4.08. Last night, the Dodgers with a 12-1 win. Back in the lineup was everyday Trey. Trey Turner, second batter of the game, hit a two-run home run to give the Dodgers the early lead. They would not look back. He made a great defensive play with Mookie Betts up the middle. And afterwards, David Vassay caught up with Trey Turner. What a double play combination tonight with Mookie Betts and Trey Turner. Both of you homer tonight, Trey. It was pretty fun to watch you guys out there. Yeah, I didn't realize he was playing second base, so I looked up in the first <laughs> inning and I saw him there, and I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's fun playing up the middle with him. He's obviously pretty good uh, in right field, but he's pretty good at second base. He made a bunch of good plays tonight, and uh, it was a good win for the boys. Trey, before we talk about the homers that you guys hit tonight, that defensive play that you guys teamed up for in the third inning, you don't see too often, especially – with both middle infielders on the left side of the bag. Were you anticipating him tossing you the baseball there? Yeah, we talk about it. We practice it. Uh, doesn't happen very often. I think, you know, me and Luxie maybe had like two opportunities this year for it. Uh, he messed it up, or he messed up at least one. <laughs> I was giving him a lot of crap for that, but uh, Mookie executed tonight. It was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, we play we play a lot of shifts against the righty, so it's tough. But 
um, that's what we practice, and we're, uh, we're ready for that play right there. So your nickname now is Almost Everyday Trey Turner. After getting your first day off of the entire season last night, did you feel recharged? Yeah, it felt good. I uh, feel like, uh, you know, definitely 130 games in, but the body feels really good, and uh, the breather yesterday was, was nice and uh, felt recharged and ready to go today, and uh, we'll finish strong and hopefully keep playing good baseball. All right, Trey, thanks a lot for the time. It was a fun game to watch you guys play. Thank you. All right, there's Trey Turner back in the lineup last night, and the Dodgers needed him. Great defensive play up the middle with Mookie Betts as well to get the force out at second. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup as the Dodgers go with an opener. We'll hear from David Cohn. He'll be on the call tonight, Sunday Night Baseball. But up next, we'll get you an injury report, and we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. It's the Dodgers and Padres on this hot Sunday afternoon. First pitch at 408. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Padres' final game of this three-game series. Dodgers in will play host to the San Francisco Giants to wrap up this homestand. Caleb Ferguson will get the opener job today. Ryan Pepio will be the bulk inning guy after that. Mike Clevenger, the right-hander, will go for the Padres. First pitch from Dodger Stadium is coming up at 4.08. The L.A. Dodgers Injury Report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, David Price, placed on the IL today with the left wrist inflammation. He says... Expect him back because he will pitch again this year. Gavin Lux with a sore neck, not in the lineup. He had a quarter zone shot a couple days ago to help him out. He'll be out a few more days. Tony Gonsolin on the IL with the right forearm tightness. He's going to start throwing again. More on that coming up. Bruce Dargratterall on the IL with the sore right arm. He's going to start throwing after an MRI. Dodgers now with three relievers on rehab assignments. Tommy Canley, Victor Gonzalez, and Danny Duffy all in Oklahoma City. Let's head back out to Dodger Stadium and check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Dave, good start from Julio. Uh, able to get help guy, get you guys a win. What did you see from him, and uh, why was he able to be successful tonight? Um... He didn't use his change a lot. I think it was just fastball. I thought the fastball was really good, had life to it. Uh, got some uh, pop-ups, fly balls, uh, breaking ball, good. Um, I just thought he just got into a good rhythm from the very beginning. Um, it was pretty uh, 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 stress-free. And, um, you know, with a team that he's seen a lot, there's a lot of cat and mouse that has to go on. And tonight he was just making pitches. I thought Austin did a fantastic job. Um, you know, could have tried to sneak another one in, another inning, but he's going to see these guys again next week. So I just felt that, you know, where he was at was plenty. And uh, it was good to get Blake in there tonight. And uh, I thought the stuff was really good. And Craig as well hasn't pitched in four days, so to get him back in there. So uh, it, it, we couldn't have uh, worked out any better for us on the pitching side. All right, there's Dave Roberts after the game last night. Certainly happy with his bullpen, happy with Julio Orias. And the Dodgers trying to get a happy win today over the Padres and take 2-3 or three against San Diego. Down the dugout with Dave Roberts, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit AlignmentHealthPlan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse as we are leading you up to first pitch Sunday Night Baseball. Dodgers and Padres. I'm Tim Case, Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. 
This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Padres rubber game of this three-game set. Sunday night baseball from the Ravine. Caleb Fergus in the opener, followed by Ryan Pepio. First pitch coming up at 4.08. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, David, I don't know if it was a coincidence. You just happened to be playing second base last night and had a great game. But, man, what a great game by Mookie Betts last night. Tim, it really was. And I'm not sure we appreciate what happened here at Dodger Stadium last night. One of the best players in the game, a gold glove right fielder, moved to a position that he had only played two times prior to last night. Not only does he spark the Dodger offense in the bottom of the first inning, he then sets a new career high with his 33rd home run of the year. He scores three times, drives in three runs, and for good measure makes a great play that you don't see in the third inning. And I asked Dave Roberts about it, and I'm not sure, you know, I I just don't know why it hasn't been put into better context because... Juan Soto's not moving into the infield to play third base. Manny Machado's not moving out to center field and playing that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron Judge is not moving to third base. Mookie Betts is maybe the rarest superstar in the game today to be able to do what he did last night and not just do it. He was elite at doing it. Yeah. How about some more uh, more uh more appreciation for what he is able to do, national media. Come on. All right, David Price today, Dave. Is this a surprise? He goes on the IL with the little sore wrist? Not a surprise, Tim, because he hadn't pitched in five days, so there was something suspicious about it. But I will say this. Uh, David Price went to go see my guy, Dr. Shin, to check out his wrist. And luckily for Price and the Dodgers, it's only inflammation. And Dave Roberts said yesterday and today that He's been battling through aches and pains all season long. It just got to a point where David Price couldn't ignore it anymore. And as you know, the Dodgers have sustained some significant injuries to their pitching staff over the course of the last couple of weeks. And I asked David Price whether or not he pitched through this pain because he saw that pitchers were dropping like flies recently. Our uh, last road trip was rough for us. Last couple of weeks in our bullpen has been rough, and you know, thankfully we got Blake back and um, the September help. You know, give us another roster spot to get another guy out there in the pen, so that was good. But um, you know, it'll uh, it'll get better. You know, it already has. You know, over the past you know four or five days, so I'll uh, just continue to trend in the right direction, and I'll be back out there. That's great news, Tim, because David Price is at the end of his seven-year contract that he signed with the Boston Red Sox, and that would be a horrible way for him to go out because he has told me on multiple occasions this is his final fairway, meaning that likely at the end of this season, whenever it ends, that will be a career for David Price, and it would have been really disappointing if he had thrown his last major league pitch, so He was very definitive that he is not done for the year, that he will pitch again this season. 
Dave, it's brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rub up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Dave, quickly, Walker Bueller spoke? Yeah, he was seen here at Dodger Stadium yesterday and spoke to us for the first time since undergoing his second Tommy John surgery. When he was asked about a timetable, he was not willing to give that. He Mm. said it's so subjective at this point in time. He is not willing to try to say whether or not he'll be back at some point next year. If he's back, it will maybe not be as a starter considering the long road back from Tommy John surgery. But he's been in good spirits and handling it well and is prepared to go through the rehab of a second Tommy John procedure. But certainly was not willing to give a timetable on when he would be back on the mound in a major league game. All right, Dave, great stuff. We'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes. Dodger fans, time for you. I need three contestants for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. 866-987-2570. Predict the player in the inning the most thrilling play will happen. If you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Dodgers and Padres, Sunday night baseball. First pitch of 408. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Padres Sunday night baseball finale of this three game series. Caleb Ferguson, the opener, followed by Ryan Pepio. First pitch coming up at 408. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants ready to go. Artis is first up. What is your guess? Um, Mookie Betts in the first. Mookie Betts in the first inning. All right, good luck to you, Artis. Yolanda is our second contestant. Hi, Yolanda, what's your guess? Trey Turner on the fifth. Trey Turner in the fifth inning. All right, good luck to you. Henry is our third contestant. Hi, Henry, what's your guess? Okay, I'm going to say uh, Freddie Freeman, fourth inning. Freddie Freeman in the fourth inning. All right, good luck to Henry, Yolanda, and Arnis, our three contestants in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else, Six Flags Magic Mountain. The push of the postseason is on. The Dodgers road to blue October. The Dodgers with the best record in baseball at 91-41. and 41. They had the top seed in the National League. The New York Mets right behind them. Second best record in the National League at 85-50. and 50. The St. Louis Cardinals, well, they've opened up an eight-game lead now over the Brewers in the NL Central. As for the three wild-card spots in the National League, the Atlanta Braves have a firm grasp on that top wild-card spot. Then it's the Padres at the number two wild-card spot. And then the Phillies holding on to the third wild-card spot. And the Milwaukee Brewers look out. They're only two and a half games back of the Phillies for that final spot. Remember, the top two teams receive a bye in the wild card round, so right now the Dodgers and Mets are those two teams. The Dodgers are driving towards a blue October, just like Californians are driving to beat COVID-19. Let's continue to stay healthy and strong. Get boosted! Visit myturn.ca.gov to find a booster near you. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. We're leading you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Padres from the stadium. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. 
Let's get you into the stadium and out of your car from the in and out Dodgers Traffic Center. Once again, here's Ellie Andrews. If you're traveling from the Glendale, Pasadena area and hoping to get to the stadium via the 110 going southbound, it begins to stack up around Academy Road right after you get off the 5 South. It will continue to have you on and off the brakes all the way through 8th Street. The northbound side of the 110 is not looking too bad, actually, but Figueroa Street is. So just anticipate some stopping and going in that area as well. That's a look at your Dodger game day traffic. I'm Ellie Andrews. Thanks, Ellie. After the game, head on over to In-N-Out for classic burgers, fries, and cold shakes. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. It's Dodgers and Padres Sunday Night Baseball. First pitch coming up at 4.08. Still to come, we'll get you the keys to the game. We'll hear from David Cohn, who's calling the game on TV tonight, plus a preview of this pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. It's the finale of this three-game series between the Dodgers and Padres. Sunday night baseball, Rick, and last night Mookie Betts sure put on a show. Well, he puts on a show just about every time he gets in the uh, Dodger uniform, and last night the show was at second base. And uh, one of the uh, the four sounds also was just terrific, too, because, uh, you know, th- that's instinct, where he was uh, playing to the left side of the infield, a ball hit to him, he had no chance to make the throw to first, he shoveled the ball, over to uh, to Trey Turner. Trey Turner was uh, was there, alert, fielded the ball, and they made a, a terrific out. But if you're looking at bets, I mean, all you have to do is look at what he's done the last eight games in particular. Uh, yes, the season's been wonderful, but the last eight games, hitting a three eighty two, and that's with six home runs, 11 runs knocked in, and he's also scored 10 we talked about the defense at second base, but the, the defense in the outfield, then you look at the base running, he is really one of those guys that uh, sparks the top of this lineup day in and day out. And that's what was so amazing last night, Rick. Not only does he move in from right field where he's won multiple gold gloves and an MVP, he comes into the infield, makes the play you just described, and also sparked the offense. I'm not sure too many players could do what he did. No. I mean, he came up, uh, he was a second baseman to begin with. I thought Dave Roberts' comment also uh, was was kind of neat and uh, having been down to the dugout and these can be the quote-unquote dog days of summer and Roberts was talking about the reason one of the reasons he moved him to second base was to keep Mookie's interest <laughs> yeah. uh, because you do get kind of bored it, it's repetition day after day night after night and a different look for Mookie Betts of course we see him take ground balls just about every day either at second base and or at shortstop and uh, it's uh, it's it's fun to watch good players who really dedicate themselves each and every day to rise to the occasion and prepare for a game that's coming up. Yeah, and that's a good point because Mookie Betts said after the game he really had a lot of fun last night. Yeah, a different perspective and different responsibilities, and you stay a little bit more alert instead of... The other part, too, is... He actually has someone to talk to because I was looking at him occasionally be talking to the second base umpire or if there was a runner. There weren't too many runners that got to second base last night to begin with for San Diego. But it does give you a different perspective on the game because you can uh, kind of talk back and forth to an umpire or you've got a, a guy that's only maybe 30 or 40 feet away from you versus... When you're in the outfield, the closest people are, are the fans. That's not always a good situation, especially if you're on the road. So are you telling us, Rick, outfielders get lonely? Um, only the lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Today's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Well, sometimes you don't get lonely out there, especially if you're in a ballpark that's got a hostile crowd. Ooh. I mean, you hear some things. Occasionally you hear something that's funny. 
Most oftentimes, not. Is the way to play it is not acknowledge anything well, once you open that door? Once you open the door, you cannot, uh, you cannot close it. Now, especially in Philadelphia, I would imagine. Well, yeah, try Wrigley Field when they're only about four feet away from you. Yeah, that would not be ideal. And a different crowd at Wrigley Field because the right field crowd may be on you. The left field crowd, maybe not so much. <laughs> Was one side better than the other as far um, as uh, compassion? For some reason, I, I seem to attach myself more with the right field crowd. Okay. Maybe that's because the left-handed hitter, if I was fortunate enough to hit a home run, those were the people that could maybe uh, get a souvenir or something. I, I don't really know. All right. Well, here's another question for you. Brought up the dog days of summer. Mm-hmm. Is that real? Is there something tangible to that? Uh, do you find yourself in maybe September and August uh, when it's really warm, like today, for example? That uh, maybe you don't have a, a, that extra bounce in your step. And you say, well, what time do I have to go to the ballpark? Instead of, hey, I can't wait to go to the ballpark. Yeah, it, it, gets, uh, it becomes monotonous. The other part, too, is you begin to look at the time of a game. We're creatures of habit. And a 4 o'clock start, you start the back time, what time you leave the house. Because 7 o'clock game at Dodger Stadium, the only variance would be maybe on a Friday you know the traffic is going to be a little bit heavier, so maybe you leave a half hour earlier. Then they throw the 1 o'clock game at you. Then they throw the 4 o'clock game at you. And then it might be a 6 o'clock game, as it was in last night's situation. So you're dealing with three games in a row, different start times. That means different departure times from home to get to the stadium, depending upon traffic. I can only speak for myself, Rick. The dog days of summer never enter into my world when I'm with you and Charlie Steiner. Really? Yeah. Our time's up, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is. Adios. <laughs> Tim, we'll send it back to you. Always sunshine in this booth. There you go. Always sunshine. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's Home of the Original Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor on game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll get you a preview of this pitching matchup. Rick will be back with Charlie and get you the keys to the game. But up next, go high and tight with David Cohn, who will be on the call tonight for Sunday Night Baseball. Dodgers and Padres. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800 962 cars and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. Dodgers and Padres, final game of this three-game series. Sunday Night Baseball, Caleb Ferguson, the opener, followed by Ryan Pepio. First pitch coming up at 4.08. Still to come, Rick and Charlie will get you the keys to the game. We'll also dive deeper into this pitching matchup. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is High and Tight. It's the Dodgers and Padres on Sunday Night Baseball, and it's always great to welcome back one of the best pitchers of his generation and certainly one of the best pitchers I ever saw, and he explains it so well now and expresses himself perfectly on a national broadcast, and that's the one and only David Cohn. Thanks a lot for the time. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Good to be on with you. (laughs) I know. Unfortunately, I think you saw me way too often over what took place in Milwaukee. (laughs) No, it's great. I tell you what, you raised your profile there. That's all that matters. Everybody knows who you are now. (laughs) David, when you look from afar at this Dodger ball club, best record in baseball, I know everybody wants to 
poke holes at any team. There's no great team that doesn't have holes. But what do you see from this team? I think they vaulted themselves into the discussion of maybe one of the greatest teams ever. I mean, um, you know, we'll see how they finish up. I think the regular season, how many wins they get, I think that matters. You know, I was on the 98 Yankees that won 114 games. And certainly you have to finish the deal and win the World Series to be remembered. I also was around to see the Seattle Mariners in 2001 win 116 games. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking about right now with the Dodgers. How many games are they going to end up winning? And then can they run the table and finish the deal in the postseason? You're the perfect person to ask this question to because you played on great New York teams, Mets and Yankees, and you were always judged by whether or not you won the World Series. Will this team be judged by what they do in October, and is that fair? Yes and no. (laughs) Both. It it just is what it is. Uh, They will be judged on what they do in October. I hope they do win a bunch of games. I love to see that sort of extra value of, wow, are they going to win 115 games in the regular season? How many are they going to land on? And then what happens in the postseason? It puts more pressure on you as a team. You certainly feel that. So it means more if you can close the deal. If you can actually finish with that many regular season wins and win the World Series, that puts you in the argument of, you know, greatest teams of of all time. Well, the best comparison is your Yankees teams that are considered a dynasty, winning four world championships during that period of time, and the Atlanta Braves that won 15 consecutive division championships, but only won one World Series. They're not considered a dynasty. That's true. You know, every time I see John Smoltz or Tom Glavin, good friends of mine, uh, Greg Maddox, I had him on my podcast, and I said, you know what, If, if you had Mariano Rivera, you'd be the one with four or five rings. So, yeah. so we joke all the time. They're in the Hall of Fame. They deserve it. They had one hell of a run, but they were probably a closer short of, of maybe a dynasty themselves. When you look at the Dodgers, do you feel like they need to win a championship to solidify their place in history? Yes, you just do. It, 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 is that fair? No. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of games, a lot of great baseball that's been played out here. Dave Roberts has done a great job as a manager, but at the end of the day, he's going to be judged, and they will be judged as a team as to whether or not they they took advantage of all these resources, took advantage of all this depth, all these great teams they've had over the years. Did they close it out? Did they finish it? And this is the year where it kind of needs to happen, especially when you go back to spring training. And Dave Roberts said, hey, yeah. you know, this is our year. We're going to win. We're going to win it this year, and I admire that. David Cohn is our guest. You'll see him tonight on Sunday Night Baseball. David, speaking of the Yankees and all of that, it was led by Derek Jeter. And you're all over the captain documentary. He always said that if you didn't win the World Series, it was a failure. Did you have the same mindset? Because you pitched at such a high level for so many great teams. Well, I think we all felt that, you know, that yes, uh, you know, it, it, you don't want to demean yourself and your efforts so much that if you fail in the World Series, a bounce of the ball or a team beats you, that it's a complete failure. Uh, you know, but certainly that's the goal. If you don't win a World Series, you're not going to be remembered. So all that hard work that you put in is not going to be, you know, finalized, so mm-hmm. to speak. And I think that's the Do- where the Dodgers find themselves at this year. And similar to where we were in the mid '90s with a lot of those teams, especially the '98 Yankees. You know, you feel that pressure we won 114 games in the regular season and we felt that pressure if we don't close this deal if we don't finish then nobody's going to care 
mm-hmm. whether we won 114 games or not. And I think the Dodgers are there right now. We're, where are they going to finish? What, what are they going to win in the regular season? And then are they the deepest team to, to, to uh, close it out at the end? To close the deal, did, did the Yankees, your Yankees, embrace that? Or do you have to embrace it or do you have to block it out? Uh, we certainly embraced it, but we felt the pressure too. I, I think uh, you know, Cleve, the Cleveland Indians back in 1998 were an excellent team, really good team. And they had us down 2-1 to one in, in, in postseason in one of the, one of the playoff series. So uh, we, we were on the ropes. So we felt it, too. And so you feel that pressure when you get there. Before I let you go, Mookie Betts is going to be mic'd up on Sunday Night Baseball tonight. Last night, he had an amazing game, uh, moved in to second base, made a great play. Uh, how great is Mookie Betts, and how much has he taken for granted? He's a generational talent that is in his peak right now. He's just getting into his peak. He's now fully entrenched in L.A. as a Dodger. I think he feels more comfortable in his own skin out here now. He knows where he belongs here. And now we're seeing the true Mookie Betts. This is a guy who can do it all on the field. He can beat you in so many ways. He kind of personifies the Dodgers. And there's athletes all over the field. They beat you in a lot of different ways, whether it's base running, pitching, offense. All across the board, Mookie Betts kind of represents that for them. I could see him making a running catch, maybe robbing a home run while he's talking to you tonight. I could definitely see that. I could see him scoring from first on a double. I could see him doing a lot of things to, to help the Dodgers win games. I think that's an underrated part of the game that sometimes doesn't show up uh, you know, in, in the box score as far as, oh, did he hit a homer or how many hits did he get? Well, he made a great play or he made some great base running plays or he does a lot of different things to help, help you win games. David, this has been a treat for me, watching you pitch all those years at such a high level. You do a great job on ESPN, the Yes Network, and love listening to your podcast. Thanks a lot for the time. My pleasure. Good to meet you, too, as well. Oh, yes. yeah. oh you got some strength back yeah, in. Yeah, I do. That's I can, right. I can report. The wrist is getting better. <laughs> there he is. We'll send it back to you, Tim. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. That's David Coe and David Vasse as we lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Padres on Sunday Night Baseball. I'm next. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Padres wrap up this three-game weekend set. Sunday Night Baseball from the Ravine. First pitch coming up at 4.08. And now... Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, new new vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Caleb Ferguson will be the opener, 1-0 with a 185 ERA. The 26-year-old left-hander making his first start this year, his 26th appearance. He last pitched on Thursday in New York, giving up two runs on three hits out of the bullpen. Ryan Pepio will follow him and pitch him a Majority of the innings, 25-year-old right-hander, 2-0 with a 4.02 ERA. He was 8-0 with 16 games, 14 starts in AAA Oklahoma City. He's made seven starts in the big leagues with the Dodgers. He'll piggyback Caleb Ferguson, who will be the opener. Mike Clevenger will get the start for the Padres. The 31-year-old right-hander is 5-5 with a 3.59 ERA. He's in his seventh season in the big leagues. His third with the Padres came up with the Cleveland Guardians, making his 17th start this year. 
Five innings, two runs, five hits, three strikeouts in a win over the Giants in his last outing. The first two innings of his starts are the lowest ERA and opponent's average amongst all his innings pitched. He's posted a 113 ERA in both of the first two innings and a 179 batting average in the first and a 109 batting average in the second. So teams have struggled the first time around, but after the second inning, teams get after him. He's 5-5 five and five with a 359 ERA. This will be the second time he has faced the Dodgers this year. Caleb Ferguson, the opener, followed by Ryan Pepio. Mike Clevenger gets the start for the Padres. Sunday night baseball. We are 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Sunday night baseball. Dodgers and Padres. The rubber game of this three-game series. Caleb Ferguson will be the opener, followed by Ryan Pepio. Mike Clevenger will go for the Padres. First pitch coming up at 4.08. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles. Our bus operators, remember to thank your driver. Before first pitch, we head back out to the booth. A final check-in on this hot Sunday with Rick and Charlie. Guys? On this sultry Sunday afternoon of Labor Day weekend, the Dodgers as hot as the weather at 91 and 41, 50 games over 500, 18 in front of the Padres. The Padres race is run. They're now clinging to a wild card spot. Caleb Ferguson will start for the Dodgers today as an opener, and he'll be facing Mike Clevenger. How long that opener is going to be? Normally, Ferguson goes one inning. And then for Ryan Pepio, who is uh, activated, David Price put on the injured list, so that made room for Pepio. We will see him. He's 2 0 with an ERA just over four. For Caleb Ferguson, also with 25 relief appearances, it's interesting, Charlie. You look at the fastball that he elevates it. It's in the upper 90s. You know, he has an ERA, just 1.85, but a little bit different role. He'll come out of the bullpen much earlier today. Mike Clevenger is going to be making his 18th appearance, his 17th start, 5-5, five and five, an ERA of about 360, and opponents hitting 222 yeah, against and, him. And, and the Dodgers saw Clevenger earlier, and he was pounded, went just four and two-thirds innings, five runs on seven hits, including a couple of home runs. But one thing about Clevenger, uh, the fastball, he's allowed just a 182 batting average against. He throws the slider, the cut fastball, the changeup, the curveball, a lot of different pitches. But when he gets ahead in the count, it's a uh, much different situation. We'll find out what happens today if he's coming out throwing strikes early in the count. 30 days and 30 games remain in the regular season. The Dodger magic number is 12. Lineups and first pitch coming up next. All right, the magic number is 12, but a win today, it gets down to 9. Don't ask me how. I don't wasn't a math major like Colin, but gets down to nine. Trust me, if the Dodgers win today. First pitch when we come back, Dodgers and Padres Sunday night baseball from the ravine. I'm Tim Case has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.